Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for waking us up on another beautiful day. Please come and join us as we read, help us to learn something, and help us to be a blessing to someone else today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Perpetual differences in a divided home. The happiness and prosperity of the married life depend upon the union of the parties. How can the carnal mind harmonize with the mind that is assimilated to the mind of Christ? One is sowing in the flesh, thinking and acting in, in accordance with the promptings of his own heart. The other is sowing of the spirit, seeking to repress selfishness, to overcome inclination and to live in obedience to the master, whose serve servant he professes to be thus there is a perpetual difference of taste and of inclination and of purpose unless the believer shall through his steadfast adherence to the principle when the in impenitence he would he will as is much more common become discouraged and sell his religious principles for the poor companionship of one who has no connection with heaven Marriage, marriage is wrecked by incompatibility. Many marriages can only be productive of misery. And yet the minds of the youth run in this channel because Satan leads them there, making them believe that they must be married in order to be happy, when they have not the ability to control themselves or support a family. Those who are not willing to adapt themselves to each other's disposition so as to avoid unpleasant differences and contention should not take the step. But this is one of the alluring snares of the last days in which thousands are ruined for this life and the next. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So kind of picking up from what we were talking about yesterday, the, the compatibility. Mm-hmm. I think it's a... Mute point. Everybody understands the fact that if you're a Christian, you need to marry somebody that's a Christian. Yeah. The problem is, is that with that, we read it a few weeks back now, the um, do not bind yourself with somebody who, you know, unequally yoked. Everybody knows the Bible verse. Everybody knows what it means. The challenge is, is that people get fixated. On the religious. On the religious side of it. Yeah. But we really should be equally yoked in all aspects of our life. Right. And, um, like, I believe, like what we were talking about earlier, how we should be equally yoked. But sometimes, like, I I like us because I may be lacking. You like us? I, I like, like us, us too. <laughs> I may be lacking a little bit in one area that you make up for for me. And it makes us equally yoked because my little bit of shyness around others is okay because you're a little more assertive and outgoing. Yeah, and I I, I was telling Rachel earlier when we were discussing this that there's a couple young ladies that I know that they're very, very beautiful ladies, but yet they are super, 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 super shy. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't even fathom even dating them because they just well i hope not because you're already if i wasn't (laughs) i'm just kidding they are painfully shy yeah and the thing is is i would feel like i'm walking all over them Mm -hmm. because like you mentioned i do have a tendency to be a bit loud be a bit kind of um take charge and 
And the thing is, is that there is an incompatibility there. We may believe the same when it comes to religion. Yeah. But, and we may believe the same when it comes to other things, but there's, everything comes into play with that compatibility. And even what I just said about um, my, me lacking in that area you make up for, you don't want to be equally yoked in that manner if it's so much like that. If, if, if I was super extremely shy and you were just a bulldozer with how much you talk and assert yourself and talk for us, that's, that's balancing each other out, but it's too much. That would be right. way too much. It'd be the opposite, complete opposites of the spectrum. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is I remember when I first started bringing the idea to you of actually doing the devotionals, yeah. you were nervous about speaking out. Um, yeah. having a you know being able to formulate opinions in your mind mm-hmm. but i think the this having has been a great practice for me <laughs> well having somebody who is a little bit outspoken mm-hmm. is able to kind of encourage you give you yeah, advice absolutely. give you tips um and i have i owe all my outspokenness to and critical thinking to my amazing father because mm-hmm. um, that was one of the things we always in family worship he would always read a verse or t- tell a uh, Ellen White quote and he's like well what does that mean to you and you got to sit there and go uh and you had to you had to actually something. give a response you couldn't just say I don't know I don't know was not in our vocabulary when we were growing up mm-hmm. according to dad but I think the other thing that really needs to be brought to point here is um in what I was reading there, making them believe that they must be married in order to be happy when they have not the ability to control themselves or support a family. I think that is number one, especially for the guy. Mm-hmm. He needs to be in a position where he can support a family. Yeah. Um, we're kind of blessed in the aspect that you've got your career. Yeah. I've got mine, and we can actually have... A, a dual income in our family, yeah. but some women don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And so it's the guy's responsibility to be the breadwinner. I, I do not adhere to the norm of society where it's the guy can be the homemaker and the woman can be the, the, the breadwinner. I believe that from some of the stuff that I've read in the Bible, it's the man that's supposed to be the breadwinner. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that they both can't be like in our case. Yeah. But um, the the woman has a much more nurturing aspect than mm-hmm. the guy does. And they do a far better job, job of, caring, of for... caring and raising the family. Yeah. Um, and so I believe that um, the whole thing of supporting, being able to support a family is key. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also being able to control your emotions, your your temptations, your urges, these different mm-hmm. things, controlling yourself, self-control is what I've been looking for. <laughs> um, if you don't have self-control, then how can you even possibly think about being able to bring somebody else into that chaos of who yeah. you are as a person? Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> like, I... I know there are a lot of people who um, get married and they live with their parents still, or there's like a multi-generational home. Like, 
That's well, thank you. That's awesome for them, and like, that's really beneficial for them because they probably have grandparents to help raise the kids, and there's extra help around the house, and there's family around all the time. But I never saw that for myself. Right. And um, not everyone wants that for their themselves either. So I think it's really valuable that, like, I I am completely independent on my own. And I, I can support myself, and I know that you're going to help support me, and we'll be able to have our own space. Right. I don't know. Help support each other. Yeah. Let's pray. Okay. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for today. And again, the beautiful opportunity we have to learn from your truth and your inspiration. Lord, I just want to ask that you guide and direct us in each step of the way through life that you give us the strength and wisdom and energy that we need to combat the challenges that we will face today. We thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.